Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace show, where we're creating a conversation for what God's doing through Christians in the marketplace. I'm Sean Bowles, and my co-host is Bob Hassan. We interview everyday influencers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs from all areas of industry, exposing you to powerful stories of what God's doing through people just like you. We're also sharing our thoughts about what God's doing in finance, business, entertainment, and politics. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with my friend, Sean Bowles. Sean, what's going on with the show today? Well, we have someone who I love on the show today because he's a fighter pilot, but he teaches people really how to hear from God for their business. And this is kind of a newer thing for him in this aspect of it because he's been a business coach for years, but he's really been centering around God's voice and how to listen and ask the right questions to God. And he has a new book about it as well, but Ed is a former fighter pilot and a card-carrying member of the Million Mistake Club in his own words. Despite facing numerous challenges, Ed graduated from Top Gun and has authored several best-selling books. In his free time, he enjoys hiking, golfing, fly fishing, and writing his own bio in third person. Ed lives in San Diego with his <laughs> wife and their four offspring and a bearded dragon named Smog. But that's not all. Ed has a superpower, and it lies in teaching entrepreneurs how to use their message to change the world, creating more income and impact. His mission is to connect with you and God and let God do the rest, because frankly, God's got this. So we're going to dive into our conversation with Ed Rush today, right now. Everything we're doing with our podcast is made possible by our incredible partners and financial contributors to our ministry. They are helping us to bring the equipment to upgrade everything we're doing to have the time and space to do this. It's a free offering we give to you. Maybe you're listening in your shower. Maybe you're listening in your car, your workout. Well, I want to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to have these incredible guests tell their prophetic process of how God's spoken to them so you can get a vision of how God speaks to you and also so that other people all around the world can have this resource at their fingertips from their smart device, their computer, their YouTube, whatever they have, that they will have this this incredible resource. So go on the partnership journey with us. As a partner, you're going to receive an email and communication every month from us. We resource you with a partnership page that has literally dozens and dozens of messages that only of our partners have. We also have partnership contribution back to you where we actually give resources. You guys get stuff first. Usually at Christmas time, we have a new book come out. You guys get it before everybody else and you get it signed. I love our partnership program. I love being on the journey with our partners because they are some of our they're a team, they're our family. They're the ones who are contributing to make this happen. Come be a partner today. Go to bowlsministries.com under giving and membership and you will become a partner. Well, welcome back to Exploring the Marketplace. Sean, we are here with Ed Rush. Ed, welcome. Hey guys, welcome back. I mean, like this, I, 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 honestly, I was up at five o'clock this morning. I'm so excited about the show. I get to come back twice? Are you kidding me? So it was two and a half <laughs> years ago that we did our first uh, interview uh, with Exploring the Marketplace, which I affectionately call the prophet and the painter. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it's just an honor to be back with you guys, man. I'm excited for you. Well, we're glad you're back. I mean, you're, and we call you the fighter pilot. I mean, this is yeah. great. You know? <laughs> the prophet, painter, and fighter, fighter pilot. That's where we're oh, going with this That's all you today. need right there. You got the defense, <laughs> you got the Lord's word, and you got beautiful eggshell. Uh, on the walls everywhere. So, oh my goodness. Well, let's let's talk first. We we can't go on without talking about this. Top Gun, the movie came out last year and just killed it. It smashed it. How realistic was the fighter jet scenes in that movie, and like what happened in that movie, and what did you think about it? I love it. First of all, best picture, no hands down, in my opinion. I mean, I don't think there was another movie this year that it comes close. I've watched some of the other movies, and they're nowhere. I mean, I'm biased, right? But that doesn't mean yeah. I'm not right. Uh, so first of all, 
the movie was way more realistic than the original. The original wasn't realistic at all, frankly. Okay. Ex- except for the, you know, the ego of the fighter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the, the the new movie, first of all, they filmed a lot of it in the actual airplanes, which I thought was super cool. Uh, like there's one scene where one of the pilots passes out. That legit, yeah. I guarantee that happened in real life. I guarantee they pulled too hard. He literally passed out. They probably wrote it into the script. Uh, I thought they did a great job with the storyline. I loved the F-14. By the way, if you haven't watched this movie, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but you should have watched it by now. The F, they brought the F-14 in the, in the end. Yeah. Uh, the maneuvering <laughs> was realistic. I thought they did a great job. I was did it make you miss flying, man? I'd say when I when I first first the movie came out, I got the ten row ten seats across in an entire row of the luxury theater here in San Diego. I brought like kids and grandparents and everything. They when that movie started, when that gong and that song gong, you know the Top Gun theme. Yeah, I lo- I started crying, and I don't cry mm-hmm. a lot, man. And my my wife's like holding my hand. I'm like so moved. You know this movie that was so influential for me is coming back. So yeah, I thought it was great. That's so awesome. Well, let's get into the real story. I love that story, though. But let's get to the real story, which is the fact you've just written a book. It's coming out, and it's about hearing God's voice, which I think is super unique because you are a coach. You consult with people. You help people to find, especially in the business arena, you help them to find how to be successful, but in a kingdom way or through the through their relationship with God. And that's to me again, the word unique or rare is huge. And in this book, one of the things I love you talk about, which we'll talk about the book in a few minutes. One of the things I love that you talk about that was recoding the brain or recoding the spirit. I want to talk about that some, but take us on the journey of how for you coming out of being a fighter pilot, starting different businesses. I love in your bio where you say you have, you know, what was it, the million, million fail club? Because <laughs> you a million, million mistake. Yeah. Kind of, take us on the origin story. Take us on the journey of like, how did you go from the career you had to this place in God that you're carrying right now to help develop other people? Yeah, I mean, so I left the Marine Corps back in 2006, essentially started businesses, started writing books, sharing a message, you know, and helping people. Uh, at the same time, uh, I, I didn't have a conversation with God at all. In fact, if you had told me back then that 10 years later, I would be teaching people how to ask God questions about their business and get answers, I would have told you that I had become a heretic. Uh, because <laughs> tr- truly, I, I mean, I, I did not think that happened. I believe that that all stopped. And then God started speaking to me. <laughs> and, yeah. and it was this weird, fun adventure where I began having like this conversation with God. At the time, I went to my pastor and I said, uh, I'm having these conversations with God. And he said to me, you know, you shouldn't do that. Uh, that could get really hokey. And um, needless to say, I didn't listen to his advice. Uh, by the way, he, he's right. It can get hokey. <laughs> God sometimes says some very strange things to you, but it started this amazing journey of beginning to ask God questions and get answers. And what was interesting is at the time I was really, I was really into doing it for spiritual purposes, but I had no idea that God was interested, frankly, in anything other than what I considered spiritual at the time. So one day I'm sitting in my chair. It sits right over here in my office. And I had set aside time that morning to pray and talk to God. And I started praying. And I was very serious because I can get very serious if I want to. Uh, and as I was praying, about 10 minutes into the prayer, my mind began to wander to this business deal I was having later on that day. And by the way, the business business discussion, the deal I was having was a six-figure deal. So it was a very important deal for me. And I was like, no, 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 you have to be disciplined. So I, was, I brought myself back to prayer, you know. And like eight minutes later, my mind started to wander back to this business deal. And then I brought myself back because I was trying to be disciplined. And then all of a sudden, God showed me and helped me understand that 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 
thought process into that business deal was actually God partnering with me wow. on that business deal. And it, it gave, gives me goosebumps to think about that in the moment, because what I thought was spiritual and what God thinks is spiritual are two completely different things. And truly prayer isn't this conversation so much as it's this beautiful partnership between you and God. And yeah. by the way, he's a really great partner, right? So I'm having these conversations with God that now start to affect my business. He's starting to give me advice on these deals and he's starting to show me people to connect with and frankly, to show me people to not connect with. And I'm doing this all for myself. <laughs> and, uh, and I had a prophetic person at the time come up to me and quote the verse that says, woe to him who withholds grain. That's what he said to me, woe to you who withhold grain. And I was like, dude, I'm not like withhold. I, I give, you know, generous. And I, I, I was like afraid, you know, because when someone says something like that, that, that was a rebuke. Yeah. And he said, you have, this, you have this ability to communicate with God about your business and you're not telling other people about it. Wow. And I was like, well, okay then, you know, so, so hey, I like, you only got to tell me once. So I started doing, I do, I do big business events, right? So I do these big two and three day business events where I teach people productivity and marketing and branding and positioning strategies, how to write books, how to be, be a consultant, how to make money, you know, how to ask for the deal, how to be more persuasive. Like that's the lane that I operate in, not like spiritual things, you know? And so what I started doing was uh, I eased my way into it. And I said, I'm going to start doing optional sessions at my events where on the third day in the morning, if someone wants to come for an hour, I will teach them how to ask God questions about their business and get answers. So I'd have like 250 people at an event and I would do an optional session and 247 of the 250 wow. would show up for the optional wow. thing, right? Now, I didn't know what to expect. I just said, look, this is what I do. This is how I do it. I'd turn some music on, give them 10 minutes. Next thing you know, people are passing around tissues. Next thing you know, People are starting to get healed. I mean, like literally physically healed in that room. Sometimes it happened without anyone even praying for them, by the way, just because God so quickly restructured a way of their thinking that it cellularly changed their, uh, their DNA. Well, anyway, I, I started quickly doing not just an hour at my events, but literally making it an entire event. I do this whole event called God Talks Live where people come in ask God questions, get answers, write the answers down. And then I teach them how to recode, literally recode their mind using the words that God's given them. So it's a thrilling journey that I never uh, asked for, <laughs> but it's so much fun to be in this, like in between the business and, and, and the church and sort of this message that works for everyone. So a lot of fun. So Ed, I have two questions. One, primarily, how do you hear the voice of God? Uh, impressions, quiet voice. And second, can you explain uh, recoding, recoding the mind with that? Yeah, I'm super excited to hear about yes, that. Yes, yeah, great. So first of all, the first question I'll answer fairly quickly, because you guys covered this a lot, like, like Wired to Hear, I thought was just a brilliant, accessible discussion on how to hear. And, and God speaks through every means. He speaks audibly. He can speak through your own spirit. He can speak through your wife or your friend. He can speak through nature. He can speak through an article that you read. Just today, I was looking at the clock. It was 5.55 in the morning. I was praying and God reminded me of a verse in Isaiah 55.5 that's been central mm -hmm. for me. Like there's a lot of ways that God communicates. But the first thing I find is, you know, there's a, essentially a carrier frequency that God communicates on. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be like super um, woo-woo about this. I'm simply saying that anyone who effectively communicates with God knows there's a personal mode you can get into 
where you're far more receptive to hear God's voice than at other times. So for example, if you're like really frazzled or angry or busy or going from one thing to another, it can be really hard to hear God's voice for you. But if you are able to tune yourself physically to a frequency that involves calming yourself, sometimes doing a little breathing, sometimes it requires a little space and it definitely requires training. So I'll tell you, when I first started hearing from God, I would have to sit in my chair for 30 minutes and just like breathe and listen and journal. And now I can do it going through the airport. Well, that's just simply because you, you like you get better at it, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first, that's that's sort of the answer to the first question. The second question, and this is really where, where what I've been teaching recently, I think uh, is, is very unique in the sense that what, what, what happened to me and I, I like I hate hate to admit this in you know in, like in public, but it's it's the true story, which is I would have these prophetic words that I would get, or I would hear something in my conversation with God, and then it didn't happen, and it certainly didn't happen in the way that I wanted it to, or in the timing that I wanted it to, and I'm I'm just being very transparent about that because everyone I know, everyone I know who walks with God has had that experience where mm-hmm. where you you believe that you heard something and then you experience disappointment. And we all know that the word of the Lord does not return void. So so I'm not saying that what God said didn't come to pass, but what I'm saying is what God said didn't come to pass for me, or at least in the timing that I thought it was going to come in. And so I started digging a little bit deeper with God and trying to understand how to cross the bridge between the prophetic and the practical. In other words, how do I get what someone said about me or what God said about me into my life? If somebody says that $5 million is coming my way, which by the way, someone has, has prophesied over me at one point, how do I get the 5 million? Like yeah. there's one thing to get the word. It's another thing to see it in your bank account. Okay. And what I realized is, is there's this really neat tool that God has given us access to, which is the most important part of the bridge, which is your mind. Now there's three parts of the mind. I won't go through um, a teaching on all three. You have your conscious, subconscious, and superconscious. The superconscious is what talks to God. The conscious is what we're using right now. And the subconscious is what happens in the background. Just put it that way. What happens is most believers have a, have a programming system in their subconscious that is working against whatever it is that God spoke to them. So I'll give you the example of five million. Somebody says, somebody says to you, you're going to be receiving $5 million, which is a wonderful prophetic word. But if your brain was coded at an early age, like my brain was coded, at an early age, that's that I was taught that money is the root of all evil. A lot of us were taught that growing up. Listen, if you have that coding, if you have that software operating in the background, there's no way to get from that prophetic word to reality because you will literally stop it. Mm-hmm. You will stop it. And so part of the process that I teach is, is a simple recoding. Literally, I can show you, I could show you videos of brain of synapses in the brain disconnecting and reconnecting. I could show you how to do that with your thought patterns. And that's, I think, the door to open up the prophetic and turn it into practical. It's super It really is the renewing of the mind. I mean, it's completely... It's, totally, it's crazy. Like in, 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 in um, Romans 1, it says, don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That Greek word is metamorpho. That's the same word when Jesus was transfigured on the mountain and turned white. It's the same thing. Right. So what God's saying is to completely metamorphosize your mind. And when you do that, what's crazy is you end up with the mind of Christ. And mm-hmm. when you have what, what Paul said, the mind of Christ, people always say, how do I know it's not my voice? Or how do I know it's God's voice and not my, my voice? I said, look, if you have the mind of Christ, 
those are the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> like you can be trusted. Like when you have the mind of Christ, it's a fascinating part of the journey, right? Yeah. Wow. This is so cool because I feel like uh, this can move the needle in people's lives. And I feel like a lot of the reasons why, especially in the charismatic Pentecostal circles of the church, that people have villainized um, hearing from God as a regular part of our life is because so much of it has ended up having a, a selfish slant or a huge agenda, a huge human agenda inside of it. I mean, it's the thing that starts cults. It's the thing that starts, you know, the villains in most horror movies are people who heard from God, you know, it's, it just is what it is. But there's a reason why, you know, even in the Catholic Church, you know, it's like, there's a reason why when somebody gets off in this place, where it becomes anti-biblical, not extra-biblical, but it becomes anti-biblical, it's because of this, but it really does come down to why we hear and how we hear. And I love that. So I love that you're going on the journey. Tell us some stories about people you've taken through this. What has it been like for them? Yeah, I mean, so I'll tell you a quick story about, um, it's, 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 it's not necessarily a client story. It's actually a guy that works with me. So my guy that does ads for me, mm -hmm. um, for my, my books on Amazon, just a brilliant kid. Uh, and I meet with him like once a month, we have lunch, I'm sort of mentoring him a little bit. And he's agnostic, right? Now, he's agnostic, he doesn't believe in the existence of God, but he's done God talks. And he's actually had conversations with God, which is hysterical, <laughs> right? So he prays, you know, he prays, he doesn't even know he's praying, but he prays. So I was telling him the story the other day, I had, I had a guy in, in one of my events, who was healed of 20 years of chronic back and neck problems. And the story, the quick story is, I was on my way up onto the stage. This guy, Barry, stood next to me and said, hey, Ed, could you pray for my back? I've had 20 years of chronic back problems. And I said, look, I got to be on stage in like 10 seconds. But Lord Jesus, we just pray that you bless Barry's back. Back, we heal it in Jesus' name. And I walked up on stage and I didn't know anything, anything happened. So the next day, he comes to me and says, Ed, I have to tell you, all of my back pain is like completely gone. <laughs> and he said, honestly, it's a little weird. <laughs> so, so, so sure enough, Barry's back pain's gone. Three weeks later, I'm doing this small group training with about 20 entrepreneurs. They're all introducing themselves. Barry starts to introduce himself and says, I got to tell you a story. And he tells the story about how he got healed. And he's still healed. Like to this day, he's still, still healed. On the break, this woman walks up to me and says, Ed, I have the same problem that Barry had. Would you pray for me? And I said, no, but Barry will pray for you. Barry, come here. And I said, look, pray for her that her back will get healed. And he's like, I don't know how to pray. And I said, yeah, you do. Just ask God what you want to happen to her back. So Barry's from Chicago. He puts his hand on her shoulder and he goes, God, yeah, <laughs> pray that Rebecca's back gets healed. Amen. And that was his prayer. And she gets healed right there from like 20 years wow. of fat back and neck problems. Okay, now, fast forward to the present day. I'm sitting in this room talking to my Amazon ads guy, who's an agnostic. And I, I'm telling him that story. I get to the end of the story and he said, I don't buy it. And I said, well, let me ask you this question. I said, would you buy it if I told you that when I prayed for Barry's back, <clears throat> his mind accepted the fact that he was healed and commanded healing into his body physically, not supernaturally, just physically. His mind told his cells to fix themselves and the cells fix themselves because that's what you can do with your mind. And he goes, I would totally buy that. And I said, now what's a bigger miracle that God can out of heaven, reach down and touch someone and heal them. Or that God created us with a brain that is so powerful. And, and he trusts us enough to be able to teach us how to do it ourselves. And it was, it like blew his mind. But my point is mm -hmm. that's supernatural. Like the actual ability of, of you to be able to take your brain 
and to turn it into something like a missile shooting for a target is unbelievable. And I think like when, we, when the church gets a hold of this, we're going to flat out change the world. Look, we, we have to change government, clearly. We clearly have to change the education system. We obviously have to change like everything about the way that country operates and states operate. And it's all resident in the church. And like, if we just believed, you know, Paul in Romans 12, three says, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. What he means is you're a son or daughter of the king. Think of yourself really highly, you know, like if we only understood who we were and it made its way into the DNA, into our brain and filtered into our bodies, we'd get healed of things. We'd get on mission and we would totally change the world. So yeah, I think I think this is really interesting because we talk about uh, the sacred versus you know the spiritual and 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 here and here you are talking about the power of the mind and 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 being able to access God's power through the mind and I think we have to have a flip of what is supernatural because like Sean was saying in the Pentecostal or charismatic world there there's all the woo woo that happens yeah. There, but but God is the author and the finisher of our faith, and He's created our mind as this, this incredible computer, and sometimes it just isn't that dramatic, and it is more practical. and And I I, I hear you tapping into that in God talks. The biggest, so I will just say, the biggest disappointment in my life turned out to be the greatest thing that ever happened to me, which is to say, God, except for one time. God never gave me an instantaneous answer to any of my prayers that was supernatural. So for example, people will come to me sometimes because I teach people money and business. People will come to me and say, Could, would you ask God uh, <laughs> so I can have a supernatural release yeah. of my debt or I can have a supernatural uh, wealth if I can receive wealth supernaturally? And I said, no, I'm not going to pray for that yeah. because God's given you the power to get wealth. That's in Deuteronomy yeah. 8.18, right? So when you create a product or a service or start a business or go work in a company as a career person and you earn wealth that way, not only do you get wealth, but you help someone else out, right? Yeah. You, you end up, you end up multiplying the value of your work and the wealth that you're receiving. That's, that's a natural, that's a natural way that wealth transfers. And let me just tell you when believers are doing it, it's supernatural because their that their ability to multiply blessing, you know, Abraham was blessed to be a blessing. Israel was blessed to be a blessing. You're blessed to be a blessing. Your ability to multiply your blessing is one of the most natural, supernatural things that God has given you. And yeah, it was really disappointing to me that God didn't make money appear. I, I prayed for that like for a lot, frankly. Uh, and it did happen once. But, but, but every other time, it came in the form of a check from a client, you know, or yeah. a deal that came through or like a you know, a podcast that brought new event attendees or something like that. So yeah, that's the way God works. And it's beautiful because it helps other people too. It's, it's a way he's created his community. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's the same thing. Like when you look at health or you look at finances or you look at any of the things that are practical in our lives that God does bring miracles at times, but he uses that usually to accelerate something that couldn't happen if he didn't bring the miracle. Otherwise we are just miraculous. Yeah. And I think that that's really important. So I love what you're saying because I feel like when we're, exploring through exploring the marketplace this show we're exploring like how god changes moves the needle changes our lives adds value to us that we couldn't have without him and i love what you're saying because it's so practical it's like you being who you are and and like walking with god daily and listening to him and producing the opportunity with god that creates the long-term wealth you can reproduce that but if it's just a one-time miracle that's it that's it. it's never going to happen again that way because god never does miracles two times the same way in that context so I really, I really appreciate that. Tell us just about the book. Just kind of yeah. give us a nutshell. 
and tell us how people can get a hold of it. Yeah, super cool. So the book is called God Talks. I have, I have a copy. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm sending you guys. I've got them coming. They're coming. They're like in the mail, but I'm going to send both of you guys a book, hopefully this week. Uh, it's called, called God Talks. The book uh, title is called How to Have a Friendship with God, Even If You've Made a Million Mistakes. And that last part is really important. Um, I've, I think I've made two million at this point. Frankly. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm like, just so you know, uh, I will never tell you that I'm perfect because that would not be true. Uh, my kids might can tell you that. My wife can tell you like they all would agree uh, with that. But, you know, uh, none of us are. A lot of, lot of believers are sort of hiding because they're afraid of things that they've done or said. And the truth is that God loves you. He, you can be trusted. You're not behind. You haven't missed out. You're in the right place at the right time. And what the book does is it begins by showing you uh, how to code and recode your mind. Mm-hmm. And then it walks you through seven God talks. And a, a God talk is nothing more than a conversation with God. I have a syntax that I teach. It's typically two questions around one topic. The journey that I encourage people to go on is a seven-day journey. Uh, and what I did is I created a series of audios that go with it. So like, for example, if you're, if you're ever familiar with like guided meditations, they're always sort of like audios with music. Well, I'm not a big guided meditation person. I'm more of a guided conversation person. Meditation is one thing. A conversation with God is that thing times a thousand. And so I created a series of audios that go with the book that are seven guided conversations with God. And it really, I said that carrier frequency, sometimes you need to get yourself in the zone. They facilitate helping you get into that conversation with God. And let me just tell you, I've done this with, I've done this with tens of thousands of people from all walks of life, different, even different religions. I've had atheists and agnostics hear from God and it will, will, will work for you. So you want me to give them the website? Is that? Is that Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, please. So the book is available at godtalks.com. Easiest website to remember it's G-O-D-T-A-L-K-S.com. When you go there, you'll see a link to the book, but you'll also see the place where you can download those audios. Those are my gift, uh, Sean, to your podcast listeners. So there's no obligation for that at all. Just go get those audios. And I just encourage you to try it. Let me lay down the gauntlet and say seven days. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you one other thing, by the way. Uh, I did this two and a half years ago, Sean. I did this on your show and it was super cool. I gave you uh, your listeners my email address. Just so you know, this is my personal email address, not like... Uh, it goes to my team. It's write this down. It's coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G at edrush.com. Uh, it's coaching at edrush.com. Here's the deal. When you email me, you don't even have to email me anything. You can tell me, hey, Ed, I got your book. That's all. You don't have to even make it long. You can if you want to. Uh, but when you email me, what I'm going to do is I'll give you two tickets to my next God Talks event. Totally free. Okay, that's totally on me. This event will blow your mind. And if you're in business, especially, but if you're even if you're a career-minded person, this is a two-day immersive event where, where the whole purpose of the event is to get you away long enough to be able to immerse yourself into hearing God's voice. And yeah, so just email me. By the way, I had last show, last time we did the show, I had over 70 people email me, Sean and Bob. <laughs> One of those folks became like this lifelong friend who was actually on your show just a few months ago, Lisa Bruton, if you remember Lisa. Yeah, absolutely. Lisa heard me on your show, emailed me from your show. We actually started doing some work together. She came and spoke at my event. Uh, so, and then she was on your podcast. So you never know what's so going to happen. Email me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Ed, thank you so much. We're so honored to have you on again. And up next, final thoughts with Sean and Bob. I'm Sean Bowles, and I'm going to invite you to our Spiritual Growth Academy online, where you can attend a four-week class or an event every month. Plus, our back catalog is available to you as well on spiritual gifts, especially hearing God's voice, and also a deeper connection to the Holy Spirit and how to walk with him in real ways in the days we're living in right now. Come join us at Spiritual Growth Academy by going to bullsministries.com and clicking on the Academy button.
Welcome back to Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Sean, Ed is, he is so funny, isn't he? But he's just, he's just on point and a professional in every way. He is. And I want to talk about this, Bob, the fact that so many people who are in the coaching consulting space and even therapists and counselors, they're really getting impacted by the presence of God and what God's doing in the world, like things like Asbury Revival and then the outpouring that happened there. It's now over 60 campuses wide and also a lot of churches. I've heard over 100 churches are having some sense of protracted meetings with the sense of the presence of God. And it feels like we're at the beginning of something, but you're seeing the people, not just the pastors who are leading, but also other people who help shape and form people's identity, people who help bring breakthrough, people who help bring therapy, prayer. They're getting really changed and impacted too. And Ed's a great example of somebody who went from a fighter pilot teaching people business principles and how to win in business to a fighter pilot who's teaching people how to walk in their relationship with God and still do business well, but out of relationship and connection to God. I think it's a phenomenon that's happening right now. It is a phenomenon. I mean, we're experiencing an outpouring, you know, here in San Diego at our church and you and I have the ability to talk to people all over the world. And and, and we're asking these questions. Are you experiencing the outpouring? And they are. Uh, yeah. I was talking to a business leader in Australia and asked him and he said, yeah, we, we, we're experiencing this outpouring. And I said, well, have you seen the Jesus Revolution movie yet? And he said, no, it's not here yet. Not there yet. And, and, uh, and, and it's just exciting to see people who are, are shifting and understanding that the power of God uh, for their lives, their practical lives, how, how hearing God's voice. And I know when you and I wrote Wired to Hear, uh, you know, it was based on a word that you had had in 2018 that, you know, the next major move of God was going to come from the marketplace. And here we are seeing the beginnings of an outpouring that feels like the precursor to a major move of God. Yeah, I've been hearing stories, Bob, uh, from business owners where they're having prayer meetings, protracted prayer meetings at their, like in the mornings of their offices, morning after morning, or there's a, there's a group that manufactures automobile um, parts in mm -hmm. uh, Singapore or in Malaysia, and the owners are in Singapore, and they were telling us about how they've had uh, night and day prayer around their, uh, their workspace. Wow. And they have something like 17,000 employees and 7,000 have given their lives to Jesus. And that's revival. Yes. And so we're hearing these reports all the time. Like it's just constant. And it feels like we're at a, in a moment right now. That is really an important moment. So I think my encouragement, I think, to you as our listeners and our viewers is to really evaluate where are you at with your own hope and how are you listening to God right now? And are you listening in a way that is actually bringing change to your life and to the world around you? Because that's what we have the opportunity for. And Bob and I do this show so that you can have stories in front of you of people who are doing just that, and it can really encourage your heart. So I'm going to encourage you to go on a, your own journey with this and get books like from Ed or our Wired to Hear or whatever else you need, get the resources you need to do the job of connecting to God this way, because it's really up to you. God's already put everything in front of you. You need to set the table for you, but you need to eat it. So I'm going to encourage you to do just that in this season. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for being a part of our show. We want to encourage you to visit us at bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com. And we have an online spiritual growth academy. You can take weekly classes or take an event each month and go on a deeper journey with God. We want to encourage you to visit us there and become a part of that as well. We'll see you next time. Thanks for exploring what God is doing in the marketplace with us. We have amazing resources for you on our website with free videos, take an online class with us at our online school, Spiritual Growth Academy, or get one of our books, including the one Bob and I authored together, Wired to Hear. We have lots of ways to connect with you. Come visit us on social media. Just look for at Sean Bowles or at Bob Hassan or visit bowlesministries.com. 
This show is made possible by listeners just like you. Become a partner or donate now to become part of our team. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it on your socials or help us review it on the podcast server you found us on. See you next time.